It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. TPV Radio, Central Texas. There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of the coronavirus. Wash your hands. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Cover your cough or sneeze. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects. And remember, you're safer at home. For more information, visit cdc.gov COVID-19. This message brought to you by Live 365 and this station. Yo, what's good? It's your boy, Josiah Khalid. Listen, you're listening to the Summer's Voice Radio. Walk with me. Let's go. You're listening to the hottest, most off-controversial, off-the-meters Christian radio station in the land. In the land. The Summer's Voice Radio Network. Are you ready to walk, family? Let us go. That's right, family and friends. It is the hottest radio network on the planet. TPV Radio have an all-star lineup just for you. Sunday, TPV Reloaded at 2 p.m. Monday, it's The Grub at 12 p.m. The Reality Coach at 6 p.m. Tuesday, Victory Over the Weights of Life at 6 p.m. Friday, The Caribbean Pepper Pot at 8 p.m. Saturday, Brother Down presents at 4 p.m. Men, let's talk every first Friday of the month at 4 p.m. TPV presents by appointment only. Coming to you on June 6th, it is our Saturday buffet with Lorraine Brown at 12 p.m. Walk with me. Let's go. At Michelle's Products, we care for a better you with our handmade natural ingredients to give you healthier skin body and stronger hair like our face foot hair and body care products to order yours today please visit our website at www.majowsproducts.com or on facebook at majows products get yours today and get your faster results without breaking the bank you never heard Christian radio quite like this. Like this. Get your fix 24-7 on the Psalmist Voice Radio Network. Radio Network. The following program will change the way you think and lead you to a relationship with Jesus Christ. Listener's discretion is advised. Listening to the Lord of Our Nation with Sandra Grace right now on TPB Radio. This is for the busted hearts. This is for the question marks. This is for the outcast soul lost control. No one knows. Sing it for the can't go back. Sing for the broken parts Sing for the just found out Life is now upside down If you're looking for hope tonight, raise your hand
with our differences Together we are bolder, braver, stronger Hello, hello, hello. This is Sandra Grace Martinez coming to you live. And I am finally settled in and God has spoken to me. It's going to be a great podcast. I just want to let you know that God is in the house. So we are going to start off with prayer uh, here in this beautiful time that we have together this beautiful Friday, July 3rd, 2020. Dear Lord, just keep us all under your blanket of comfort. May our hearts open to receive your word. May our minds open to understand. We love you, God. We believe everything is for a reason. Help us in this time of need. In Jesus Christ's most precious and holy name, I pray. Amen. All right, all right, again. So this is Lodabar Nation, and I am your host, Sandra Grace Martinez. Yes, Sandra Grace Martinez. I am also the host of an Amplified Life show. That's what it's called, The Amplified Life. And it is on another platform. This Lodabar Nation has been a dream of mine, and here the psalmist voice uh, folks have been amazing, and they're God-driven individuals who see potential uh, in in everyone. And uh, of course, you know they they took a chance on me, and so I just want to just send good you know blessings and uh, towards them because they are good people, good-hearted. Christian people. All right. So why Lodabar Nation? Well, Lodabar is this place uh, in the Bible. It's a, like a town. And nothing grows. It's barren. It's desolate. Nothing nothing is there. Um, there's a lot of things that happen in Lodabar. Um, and sometimes people, uh, they, they got hospitality there, even though the hospitality was not all that great, because it was a place that was considered... Uh, like dumpy. Uh, and so, yes, uh, that's my way of thinking as a professional counselor, because I am a licensed professional counselor and have a degree in marriage and family therapy and also in chemical dependency counseling. Uh, I just see things as that, that sometimes we are in places that that we don't know what to make of it. It's dark, it's sad, it's desolate. Um, in my particular field, I have to think about my clients when they come to me. Um, I can't just say, hey, you know, get over it. You know, no way, I'd lose my license or I can, you know, get to malpractice. What I have to know going into a session is that I need to meet that person where they're at. I need to go there with them. And so counselors struggle. Uh, a good counselor always has a good counselor, they say, because it is very exhausting. It's emotionally exhausting. Uh, you don't even know uh, what's coming at you, you know, uh, especially with some new clients. Um, we don't know if it's um, an infestation of, of, of something dark that's coming your way to uh, try to knock you off your, you know, their, your your um, belief system, um, all kinds of things have happened in my uh, decade of working with people and some things I just can't make, I can't make up, but, but I, I will continue to do it no matter what. I will continue to meet people where they're at. I will continue to meet people in Lodabar and I will continue to walk and, and help them in their journey away from Lodabar. And so that's why we call it Lodabar Nation, especially nowadays. Things are just so upside down and inside out that we can't make sense of what is happening um, around us. And so I'm talking about, you know, adults thinking that way, but how our kiddos are struggling too, no doubt. So 
as of today, I decided, you know what, I'm going to do exactly what I do normally in session. Uh, and that would be, I, my overarching goal today is that you walk away knowing how to help people. So today's topic is pain and suffering, helping people in a hurting world. And I want you to know the questions and then the answers of the following. So I want you to be able to respond at the end of this podcast. What does James 1 say about those who suffer? Two, list four kinds of suffering. Three, what are the three primary reasons Christians suffer? Four, what are the causes of suffering? What is the difference between unavoidable and avoidable suffering? And then five, the last one, how do you help people understand suffering? Instead of asking why, what should you encourage your, your friends, your family to ask? What three A's, and we'll go over that, does Dr. Cruz use to deal with suffering? And we'll go into some of those teachings. This is um, actually a nice lecture. Uh, it's a biblical counseling lecture. And if you get to hear this, and you are able to answer the questions, um, which will will respond at the end of the show. But we, my overarching goal is for you to know and to help others. But also, is a perfect time uh, for you to receive a little certificate. I am a pastor as well, and I can uh, provide you with a certificate on this particular. A subject, pain and suffering, helping people in a hurting world. It's a biblical counseling. Uh, you can't be a licensed professional counselor like myself, but if you're wanting to start a ministry, this would help you in that direction if you have the calling. So let's see. Let's start with what is what is this this thing this this thing that 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 is perplexing that we children of God have to suffer. Um, well, how do you counsel when bad things happen to good people? How do you explain pain and suffering to someone who is engulfed in it? It is inevitable that we will face trials and tribulations in this life, as James 1, verse 2 states. And in this podcast, I hope that this helps you help people heal from these times of distress and give timely answers to one of life's most perplexing issues. So at the end of this, I would like for you to improve the understanding of pain and suffering in the lives of, of, of us, or God, God's people. Two, I would like for you to make sense of the paradox of, of human suffering, as well as construct a, a theology of suffering for Christian uh, counselors or those who wish to start a ministry, and gain an understanding of paradoxical intention paradoxical intervention, and the counselor involvement or the minister involvement in helping people in their pain and their suffering. So let's get started. Now, I do have a call-in number. If you have any questions at any time, please feel free to call 515-605-9873. That's 515-605-9873. All right, so let's see. What is of most important to underscore? Well, 
that let's start with the existence of a good, loving, and omnipotent, all-powerful God and the reality of human suffering, it creates a paradox, right? How can we have an omnipotent, all-powerful God and then the reality of human suffering? Is there, it, it just, it's a paradox. This apparent contradiction in the behavior of God can lead some suffering uh, souls to ask their, you know, full friends, family, pastors, counselors, the question, why? Um, as they struggle to find purpose and meaning in their lives, especially with what's going on in the world today. We are seeing an immense feeling of sorrow at times due to our crises, the economic crisis, the pandemic crisis, judicial crisis that we're having. So, it is a shared experience. We all are, are feeling this, and it's not just standard graves. It's not just my neighborhood. It's not just my city, county. It's not my state. It's not the country. It's the, the planet. Yes, we're having a shared experience. So... I'm going to introduce some definitions before we get into the meat of things. So they may sound a little odd, but work with me here. This is actually good stuff, um, especially if you want to start your own ministry. So Dr. Frida Cruz, awesome, awesome Christian counselor. She came up with some key definitions. And one of those definitions is paradoxical intentions. So Victor E. Frankel is credited with identifying this behavioral technique theorized within existing framework. When employing paradoxical intention, clients are encouraged to accept the reality of their symptoms or situation and challenge them by embracing and befriending them. The next definition is paradoxical intervention. Although not generally explicitly labeled paradoxical, every major school of therapy has employed these. So paradoxical intervention appears initially to be in opposition to the acknowledged goals of therapy. They are also, um, they can be the thought of, of doing the opposite of what makes common sense. So paradoxical strategies require something called cognitive restructuring, and I'll go into that in a little bit. So it's a strategy called cognitive restructuring behavioral counseling approach. So the, the last definition I would like for you to know is counselor intervention or a minister intervention or Christ biblical counseling or lay individual counseling. Whatever it is that God says that you need to be, but the involvement of your spirit that has been touched by God moving forward and you're getting involved in somebody's life. So that involvement, it's, it's, you have to be very specific in your strategies to help a client resolve or overcome a problem um, within a framework that actually encourages um the problem, and I know that sounds odd, but I'll get to why. Some of these strategies can be referred to as reverse psychology, joining the resistance, welcoming, embracing, accepting, moving with, cooperating with, and reframing. So sometimes, you know, it sounds a little twisted, but playing a devil's advocate is probably the more appropriate uh, way of um, summarizing that particular definition. So let's see. The three things that we have to 
to look into as part of this study is that accept that pain and suffering is inevitable. Allow God to use pain and suffering in our lives for his purpose. Await God's comfort and strength. So that's a lot. That's a lot to, to just say. Is no one wants to accept pain sometimes or suffering. I, I certainly don't want to accept it at times. Um, so let's just think of a practical theology of suffering. So let's go for uh, the paradox. So a statement, what is a paradox? It's a statement that is seemingly contradictory or opposed to common sense and yet is perhaps true. So a paradox can be uh, a or an apparent contradiction within one's character. So suffering does not appear to be consistent with God's nature, appears um, to contradict what we know about God. So we have to know pain Sometimes we have to know pain to know God and goodness. And that is where I, you know, can give you a, a very good example. Um, it, it, what you resist persists. Uh, people often say um, things that they don't want to have happen. Oh, I don't ever want to have this happen to me. I don't ever wish to die in this particular way. Um, you know, and, and it's an interesting. It's the power of our words are very interesting. Um, in my, uh, in practice, I've seen a lot of pain, a lot of suffering, not just with adults, but also with kiddos, little ones. And I especially have seen pain and suffering in children that are in shelters, that are in residential treatment centers because um, of their behavior is out of control and their parents lose temporary custody of them. Uh, so they're, they're caught in, in, in this this whirlwind, um, and, and that pain and suffering is, is difficult to, to witness. Um, and it's worse when, when that child um, realizes that their parents will no longer be legally their parents because they've been, for some reason or other, um, parents' rights are terminated. And, and so that's my, you know, I don't, that could be for another show. Um, there is pain and suffering in children that are in residential treatment programs um, that are just stuck, stuck in, in the system, a system that is supposed to help kids. And sometimes it just falls short. Um, but that I saw suffering. I, I did, and I saw um, Satan's stronghold on some of these kids, and, and I'll call it what it is. It was just pure evil, uh, some of these things that kids struggled with. Um, of course, I'm not going to tell a kid, you know, some of the things that I just talked about a, a couple minutes ago. I'm not going to say, well, you know, we need to know pain to know God and goodness. I mean, they're going to look at me and, you know, God only knows what they would do. I mean, they're not going to look at me like, oh, really? They're, they're kids. You know, I work with kids between the age of 9 and 13 years of age who, who have few words that I didn't even know existed uh, in terms of curse words, uh, but uh, I learned them quick because they were, they were like emotional machine guns uh, when they were, dysregulated those kiddos so um, let's look at a reality of life so 
universal experience for all persons, Christians and non-Christians. So there's a good news. You don't have to be a Christian to go through pain and suffering. (laughs) Christians and non-Christians alike will experience suffering and pain at some point of their life. That's the reality of it. And it is inevitable. So James, first James, has, by the way, that's my favorite book. I love the book of James. I love it, I love it, I love it. So in the book of James, it is inevitable. And James says in chapter 1, verse 2, Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds. He goes on to say, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. Let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. If any of you lacks wisdom, you should ask God who gives generously to all without finding fault, and it will be given to you. But when you ask, you must believe and not doubt, because the one who doubts is like a wave blown and tossed in the wind. That person should not expect to receive anything from the Lord. Such a person is double-minded and unstable in all they do. So the reality of life, it is a universal experience and it is inevitable. Also, purpose and meaning of pain and suffering. What is the purpose and meaning? Of suffering. Well, the purpose and meaning of suffering is an opportunity for God to show Himself. And God redeems Himself, and in Romans 8 28 to 29, He says, And we know that in all things God works for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. For those good for you, he also predestined to be conformed to the image of the Son. And he might be the firstborn among many brothers and sisters. It goes on to say, and those he predestined, he also called. Those he called, he also justified. Those he justified, he also glorified. I, I just want to weep every time I read that. Because um, that doesn't help someone snap out of a trance of deep pain, and suffering. But it is a great sword to have against the devil himself. I think that also um, in, in Romans, Romans 5, 3 to 4, is a beautiful beautiful verse it says not only so but we also glory in our suffering because we know that suffering produces perseverance perseverance character and character hope and I'm a very you know big you know bookworm I love uh I love to know what certain things mean. And so I want to share with you a couple of things uh, as it pertains to these words you're hearing, like the 
endurance and uh, perseverance. Um, so let's go back. So let's go back. Uh, when I say let's try to to help, you know, that God is awaiting to comfort and to strengthen you. To strengthen you means to make you stronger. So in my belief system, the way I was, I'm already strong. I am a strong person. I was born strong. I was born, I was born screaming, crying. I was born strong. So he wants to strengthen us. So the, the second uh, word that I like to expound on is faith. What is faith? Well, faith is belief and trust in and loyalty to God. It's the, the biblical sense of faith. To believe and trust in and be loyal to God. And endurance is the ability to withstand hardship or adversity, especially the ability to sustain a prolonged stressful effort or activity, endurance. But perseverance, what is that? It is a continued effort to do or achieve something despite difficulties and failures or opposition, the action or condition, or an instance of persevering, steadfastness. fastest. It is the, uh, to me, is one of my favorite words. That is one of my favorite words. Perseverance. And I'll say it again because I love saying it. Continued effort to do or achieve something despite difficulties, failures, or opposition. The action or condition or an instance of persevering. Steadfastness. So, I enjoy what the Lord has had me witness at the time that I was witnessing some of these uh, cases that came before me as a counselor. I didn't understand what I was even doing in the field. Um, I would cry after a session sometimes. Things were, you know, suffering is um, it hurts. It, it, it's, um, you can't fake suffering. Um, so I learned the hard way and I learned that I had to keep it together. And then afterwards I would cry, um, and ask God to, to help me back up because there are some things that that are left in the, a counseling room and you can feel the heaviness of it there. Um, and that's just part of, part of being a counselor. But even as a minister, um, even, you know, just be aware if you wish to go um, call, God has called you into the ministry and know that uh, these are things that you will be faced with. And you'll always have me, Sister Sandra Grace, uh, here to help and, you know, the Psalmist Voice Radio Network has been wonderful people, always willing to to talk and chat. Um, and but I think if God is calling you to ministry, you know, do it. Um, don't be afraid of it. Um, you're already strong, and let's just uh, let's just raise each other up. You know that. If that is your calling, so be it. And I don't know, I just feel somebody that is listening has this yearning to to follow that road and, and go on that journey. And it is and it is a journey. So now I want to continue talking about reasons why Christians suffer. There's three primary reasons why Christians suffer. One, to strengthen our faith, endurance, perseverance, authenticity. Two, to build our character and conform us to the image of his son. And lastly, to give hope 
to give you hope, to give me hope, to give us hope, purpose, and meaning. That's in Jeremiah 29, 11. So again, three primary reasons. To strengthen your faith, endurance, perseverance, authenticity, to build your character and conform you in the image of his son, and to give you and yours hope, purpose, and meaning, as Jeremiah 29, 11 states. There are four kinds of suffering, my friends, four kinds. One, deserved. Two, undeserved or innocent. Three, avoidable. And four, unavoidable. That's it. That's how I learned it. That's how I know suffering. That's what I take into my sessions. Four kinds of suffering. One is deserved, two undeserved, three avoidable, and four unavoidable. A good example of a deserved suffering could be committing a crime and being sentenced to prison. On the flip side, it could be undeserved. Maybe you were wrongly convicted. You're innocent, and it was undeserved, but yet you will suffer. Three, avoidable, and four, unavoidable. So let's just put it into context. As of right now, with our numbers of, uh, on this pandemic, COVID-19, running rampant in our population. That is very good. This is a very good time to talk about avoidable and unavoidable suffering. If you can avoid, if you can, you can act in accordance, in congruency with avoiding getting ill, then there it is. It is your choice. It is a choice that you make in favor of not suffering. So it is, a, it is avoidable. And there's things that are unavoidable. Being hit by a drunk driver. Um, miscarriages. Death. unexpected passing. These, again, these four kinds of suffering, the deserved kind, the undeserved kind, the avoidable kind, the unavoidable, is something that I want you to remember. Because when people come to you and they are pouring out themselves to you, think of it in those four boxes. It's what's happening to this individual. Is it served? Was it undeserved? Was it avoidable or unavoidable? And I'll tell you why you need to ask those questions. So then you start forming a couple of responses. What causes us to suffer. Well, you know, why do people suffer? One, it could be all the way up to Adam and Eve. We start there, but that'll be hours and hours and hours of theology. Two, um, God allows us or uses it for his kingdom. And Last but not least, sometimes the causes of suffering have a lot to do with Satan and forces of evil. So I don't understand why people would want to meddle in 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 causing suffering 
to their household or family uh, by bringing evil into their lives. Um, I, I don't know. Um, it's interesting. People have sometimes have a misconception of what loving and unloving is in our within our family. So the act of I can say that I love my family all day long, but if I'm not loving towards my family, then that and nothing or to nothing. So I don't know why there are people, and again, I'll go back to my counseling experiences. There are people that I have worked with that have, that have uh, conjured up things, that have played with the Ouija boards and, and, and done things. And a lot of them are teenagers and parents don't even know it. Um, and so, and, and then they wonder why they're so distraught and dysfunctional and depressed and why they're cutting, you know. Um, not that all kids that are cutting or, you know, depressed are, you know, having, uh, you know, Ouija's or seances. Um, uh, Ouija sessions or Ouija board sessions or all the like. But, you know, Satan loves to infiltrate, and so sometimes we'll go through our kids if we can't, if we can't go through us. So I think that that's one, that even though it's a cause of suffering, I think it's very much avoidable. And then, of course, God is always there to make a way. So I love that part because even if, you know, I, I, I feel it, if I sense it in the room sometimes, um, I know that this is going to sound bizarre, but uh, I have my hand over my heart and God is listening to me. I once had a client who was about 13 years of age. She was very dysregulated. She would drop the F-bomb every five seconds. She was very angry. She was very this and that and the other, uh, that, that it's, very, very sick young lady, and found out that she had done a seance under a bridge with friends, and, you know, her parents thought she was out at the corner store, but she was doing other things. So I told her, um, I said, well, maybe, you know, maybe that's something that you, we need to discuss, you know, in other sessions. Um, at that time, our time was already up when she, like, threw this at me. Well, you know, she's like, oh, by the way, and they're called door droppers, by the way. Um, some clients will, you know, they'll say, oh, thank you for helping me. And then, like, right, right at the last minute, they'll, like, drop something on you. Like, oh, I'm having an affair, but I'll talk about that next time we come into counseling. Like, oh, we should have talked about that at the beginning. But, oh, well, this young lady said it, you know, that she had done and dabbled in this darkness. And I, like I said, I'm going, I'm, I'm being 100% honest. I, was, I will be 100% honest. This is not something that I would joke about or make up. I turned around to get on my computer so that I can give her another date uh, to come in to see me. And I heard a, a very sinister voice come out of that. I didn't know if it came out of her, so I didn't see her face, but I heard it. And it was, the question, it was, I don't know if it was a question or a statement, but the words were, what do you think of me now? I wasn't afraid, though. I wasn't afraid. I went ahead and gave, gave uh, the appointment. And now I'm like, oh, Oh, that sneaky little thing, you know, pick the wrong person or maybe pick the right person because I'm not afraid of it. So um, I did hear those things. And no, I'm not saying I am telling you because these things, that's just one of many stories. Uh, we just don't have time for all those stories. So we'll keep going. Uh, so let's see, because um, we only have a little bit of time left. So 
let's go on to the thing I call cognitive restructuring. So um, I like to educate people regarding suffering cognitive restructuring. So in other words, don't be threatened by the question, um, especially when they ask why. Why is this happening? You hear that a lot lately. Why, why, why? So in turn, you say, when they, pardon, when they ask you why, turn that why into what is God trying to teach me? So I go back and say, so what do you think God's trying to teach you? And let them talk about it. Sometimes a room can be silent for 10 to 20 minutes. You ask a question and no one's answering it. But don't give in. Don't try to answer it for them. Let them talk. It happens a lot in, in therapy and ministry as well. So help them understand the different kinds of suffering. Like we had just talked about, those different kinds of suffering. What is it? Is it deserved, undeserved, avoidable? Is it, is it something that, you know, we, we absolutely um, have to wish away? Uh, I would say no. I don't want to wish suffering, pain and suffering away. Um, I, I, I would be a hypocrite because I have learned through pain and suffering. I have lost. And I have, I have lost too much, um, and, and I have suffered much. Uh, I know many people um, have beautiful stories of, of pain, suffering, and, and then you know, having, again, got their footing into the journey with Christ again. But sometimes pain and suffering can get us to a point where we're like, where is God? I understand that. I just want to instill in everyone that we are um, we are in, we are to encourage clients to allow suffering to do work in their lives. So I don't discourage it. You know, I don't discourage it. I encourage it. I, and how do you empower someone? How do you empower someone? One, you'll empower them by encouraging your client to accept suffering, accept, accept it, accept it, especially if it's unavoidable. Encourage your client to allow suffering to do its work in their lives. Um, by joining the resistance, by cooperating with it, by embracing it, by receiving it from God, by believing what God says, by allowing God to use it in biblical submission. Encourage clients to await God to come through because he does keep his promises and he will reveal himself. Believe me, he will. So, in conclusion, accept the fact that all persons suffer and sometimes innocently, but God assures Christians it is for his all-wise purpose and for their good. Allow unavoidable suffering to do its work in your lives by embracing it as having purpose and meaning designed by God. Await the coming of God to your soul with an expanded knowledge of himself and or in restored fellowship. I, I, I underscore these things. Now, I'm a realist, not an idealist. So I can read all these things and, and it sounds okay uh, that you may understand where I'm getting at with some of these words and definitions for scripture. 
But I know that we can't just snap our fingers and snap away pain and suffering. But we, we can reach out for help. We can have others reach out to us. We can meet them in Lodabar. And we can walk them, or we can agree to walk away from Lodabar. Because pain and suffering is inevitable. And in nowadays, with people getting sick, and, and their suffering and their pain and emotional suffering is taking a toll. And my mother got sick, really sick, and I thought she had COVID. I had to pick her up a couple of days ago. And it turns out that she was sick. She did get sick and, and not with COVID. She was sick. Um, she had a cough and a little bit of a fever, she does not have COVID, but she was depressed because we can't see her as much as we want to. So she shared her suffering that day when, when she left the hospital about how she is suffering. But of course, she was always so strong saying everything is fine, everything is good. I would, I would challenge you if someone says everything's fine, you know, how do you feel today? Oh, I, I feel fine. I would say fine isn't an emotion. How do you feel today? Understand that behind a smile could be sorrow. People are very good about masking things. So I would know I'm a therapist and I see it all the time. I want you to know that um, you out there who are listening, you have a tremendous influence on others by using the right words. Know the words you're using. Know your scripture and the context of scripture. And I hope that you are not afraid to ask questions of me because I am here to answer those questions. Um, and of course, to get a hold of me, you can do so anytime. People send me messages at three in the morning. I am there. So, all this so that you guys can get a head start on what we call helping people in the hurting world. And this is a series, so we'll talk more about it next time. If you have any questions, then call 515-605-9873. That's 515-605-9873. Otherwise, I will leave you with a beautiful song. And again, this is Sandra Grace, Little Bar Nation. I'm just a lady. Again, just a lady walking with the Lord daily. And we may not have it all together, guys. But together, we have it all. I love all of you immensely. Have a beautiful Friday evening. And the spirit of Christ like love. There's chaos and calamity in the world. And there's so much hurt and distrust. When police are killed, we need to say something. When black boys are killed, we need to say something. And when we don't say something, we're saying something. We have the spirit of redemption when we speak. At our concerts, and our churches, I beg of you, let's ask the people that we are accountable to stand in front of to pray with us for healing.
Woke up today, another headline, another innocent life is taken in the name of hatred. So hard to take, and if we think that it's all good, then we're mistaken. Cause my heart is breaking. Are you left? Are you right? Pointing fingers, taking sides. Right here on TPV Radio, the station for inspiration. TPV Radio, Central Texas. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.